Well, my friend, you're due for a shot. It's a man. He's big, all right, but it's a man. Coming this way. He can't see us. Mark Fennell. Who is he? That movie guy. We've a mission for you. Beginning, middle, end. That is how movies are told. But what happens when you already know the beginning and you already know how the story ends? That is the challenge that faces Rogue One, a Star Wars story. The Force be with us. So every year at Christmas, we're pretty much going to get a Star Wars movie from now until the time they become unprofitable. Now, there's the big main storyline of the Skywalker family that was restarted last year with The Force Awakens. And in between those, we're going to get these, these sort of standalone films within the Star Wars universe. And that is where Rogue One comes in. It's the sort a story that sits between the prequel trilogy and the classic trilogy with a team of galactic rebels led by Oscar winner Felicity Jones from The Theory of Everything who must find the plans to the Death Star that are so integral to the classic Star Wars movies. Now, if everything I just said for the last 20 seconds doesn't mean anything, you should not see Rogue One. Tell me you have a backup plan. This is a movie for Star Wars fans. In fact, if anything, it's most reminiscent of the Star Wars video games and books in the sense that it is recognisably Star Wars, but they're actively trying to capture it on screen differently with a different sort of camera work. It's more arty, it's more gritty. And the funny thing is, the number one question that gets asked about Rogue One is why? Like, why does this movie need to exist? And I actually think that is the answer. Right now, if you look at all of the blockbusters going on right now, we're on the cusp of franchise fatigue. Like, every three months, there seems to be a new Marvel, DC, superhero, team-up, spin-off, fight-off movie or TV show that interlocks in a wider universe. And the beautiful thing about Rogue One is that it in some ways doesn't interlock. Like, it expands the scope of what Star Wars can be. It's not world-building, it's world-breaking. The world is coming undone. As for the movie itself, well, the first hour of Rogue One, they're just jumping from planet to planet to planet, sowing so much of the backstory that it can feel a little bit disjointed. The actors are all great, but there aren't as many moments where they let you really understand what motivates all of these people, get under their skin, like they took lots of time to do that with the characters in The Force Awakens. You almost got me! The major downside of Rogue One is there are two, and I won't tell you which, computer-generated characters in the film who are human, and for all of the movie-making magic we have in 2016, we are not at a stage where we can recreate convincing human beings on screen. They look creepy and I'm uncomfortable in all of my body right now. Where Rogue One really comes alive, though, is the last hour. They have what is essentially a massive heist fought on multiple levels, on the ground, in space, in an Imperial base, and it is just... It is joyous. It is glorious to watch. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, gets four out of five. Very uncomfortable loins right now. Triple J! Triple J!